Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. Are you wanting or even thinking about selling your house but don't know where to start? Good thing you've found Ready, Set, Sold. And now, real estate broker, Brian Vogt. Welcome, everybody. Happy Saturday. This is Brian Vogt, your host of Ready, Set, Sold, where we talk about real estate. In particular, we talk about sellers trying to get top dollar and a fast sale for their homes. Thanks so much for joining us this day. Uh, just a little brief recap of what we talked about uh, in, in past in past episodes. And I believe the last episode we were talking about, you know, how to choose a realtor, how critical that is, and that was in step two. We're at step three right now, and it's based on a book, and the steps are, let me finish what the step is, and that is uh, having an updated house can make you or break you. We'll talk more about that. But understanding that where this comes from is a, is a book I wrote this year. It became a number one Amazon bestseller. And with that, the radio station, 1260 The Answer, heard about it. They contacted me and they said, hey, we'd like you to talk about your book, the, the steps that you have in getting houses sold. And that's how I got to, to this point right here. So that's where we stand at with how the show got going, uh, the book, everything, uh, kind of all in one, kind of came together all at one time. And the book, just to kind of briefly talk about that, the, the entire of the book is Ready, Set, Sold, 12 Proven Steps to Sell Your House Fast and for Top Dollar in St. Louis, Metro East. The book is based on my 16 years of experience in real estate of helping countless sellers sell their houses for top dollar in a fast sale. And I always say 12 proven steps because sometimes people think that it's maybe theory or conjecture, I sure hope this works. Uh, it's, it's simply not that. These are things that actually if you put them into in a step form and do this and this and this and this, that you're gonna have some great success. And sellers have had some great success. We've been blessed to have quite a few sellers getting their homes sold for top dollar in a fast sale. So that's what the basis of this radio program is, is really to talk about the book. And the questions always I get asked are, number one, do I have to use you or, which you should, but you don't have to, all kidding aside. Uh, it's just basically is how do I get the book? How do I get my hands on the book? And the answer is, is all you need to do is go to readysetsold.org, not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com, and go get the book. Uh, you fill out some information. It'll be sent directly to your house, wherever you're living at. No questions, no strings, no nothing. It's, it's that simple. Whether you use us it doesn't matter. We've had people that, yes, have used other agents and they have contacted us and used the books and they read it and they went on and used that information and got their house sold uh, with another agent. And that's okay. It really is. The purpose behind the book was is to get the information out because we've seen so many people struggle with trying to get their house sold, not knowing what to do. And most people, once you know the information, you usually do it because you know selling your house is a big deal there's a lot of money on the line here this is your biggest investment and you not only want to get top dollar but you want it to be a fast sale you want you don't want it to drag out for months on end or six months or seven months or however long that is uh, there's a story coming up you know directly talking about that about how a 
a uh, seller, you know, was on the market for an extended period of time only because of, you know, not doing the things that they probably knew they should have done but didn't do them. So that's why the book was, was, was really written. And also there's so much, so much information out there on the internet that usually involves the East Coast or the West Coast. Well, that's not where we live. And, and most people know that real estate is all local. And so this book was designed for the O'Fallon, Shiloh, Swansea, Glencarbon, Sky Force Base, all these areas, Columbia, Waterloo. This is what this was designed for that can give you that information. It's just totally different markets out on the East Coast and West Coast. The other thing, too, is, is there's so much on the Internet. I said the Internet, but also on TV. And again, most of those are based on if you had a house in, in Baltimore, it might be a fantastic thing. But that's not what we're living at. And that's why this book was, was written, is to make sure that we get that information out so that you can have the same success uh, wherever you're at in the Metro East. With that said, let's talk about what we're going to be talking about today. And we're on step three. And what we have for step three is, is as I mentioned before, is having an updated house can make you or break you. And no truer words have ever been said. We're going to talk more about that in the first segment, actually the top 10 reasons why an updated house uh, has so much success. Also, in the next segment, we're going to be talking about the three areas that you really need to focus on. There's three areas of your house that you really want to focus on to get the, get the top dollar. The third segment, we're going to talk about, unfortunately, maybe some of the horror stories, the stories that didn't work out, the people that didn't do the things that needed to, and how by hearing those, and hopefully you can avoid having those problems. The fourth segment, we're going to be talking with Jason Stauffer from Gershwin Mortgage. He's going to be talking, as I mentioned before, about some of the things he's seen on the lending side, about updating and give his expertise on that. And also talking about some lending lending tips that uh, he has, too, about pre-approval and versus pre-qual and, and, and their company's ability to, to get things done in a, in a very quick and timely manner. Well, with that said is, let's talk about the updates. One of the quotes I've heard and I happen to agree with basically is, is if, you, if you don't have your house updated, don't worry about getting top dollar or even a fast sale. You should be worried about getting it sold. And that's as simple as that. That's what you're really talking about. And that's how critical updatings are. And I think most sellers that we deal with and that we talk with get that. They already know that, that their house may need some things, and, and that's really important. But there's not only the reason of getting the top dollar, but let me give you the 10 reasons that we found to be, be absolutely true, and that is buyers will pay top dollar for your house, and they really will. They will pay for the updates. They get it. They love that. They want to be in a move-in ready situation. Your house will sell faster. And it really does. It will sell in a much shorter period of time than houses that don't get the updates or don't have quite all the updates that are needed. You know, something else, too, that happens is, is that people, when you have the updated house, of course, the pricing needs to be there for your location. That's kind of a given. But once you have those updates, we've seen people move from living in O'Fallon, but now they'll move to Shiloh. Are they from Shiloh to Swansea or Belleville to Fairview Heights and vice versa? Edwardsville to Glen Carbon. They'll literally go out of the area if they see a house that has those updates and the pricing, of course, is in line with the location. That's, that's, the, that's the power of updates. Many times buyers will actually increase 
and we've just seen this actually just recently, house that was just updated, they jumped up $20,000. Now they, of course, could afford it. They were in a range they could afford it, but they saw the house they wanted, they kicked up their pricing, and they went out and got that house. So again, having those updates becomes really critical. Also, it, it alleviates a lot of times you hear people that don't have an open floor plan or they don't have this or they don't have that they don't have maybe the same layout that that is more desirable than others quote unquote we've seen people that were having updated homes it really doesn't matter you can bypass all those opportunities or all, the, all those situations and have the opportunity to sell your house and then simple things two-story or a ranch we've seen people that have ranches that's all they want to buy then they see a two-story that has all the updates boom and vice versa so you can get people to move off of those situations and also understanding is is that square footage is only a factor when you're selling it anyway but that really can be eliminated people will take less house for the updates that's how powerful these things are and let's face it if you listen to the program a few weeks ago, the military just love updates. They just absolutely love it. That's what they're searching for. They want those updated house. And long story short, you're going to smash the competition. You just really do. I don't think people sometimes understand. Most sellers, as I said, get it. But those that don't, they don't really realize how much of an impact that having the, um, uh, the updates can do. The last thing. Look, if you've done it a year or two beforehand, you get to enjoy it. I mean, you just get the satisfaction of being able to, you know, have that nice updated kitchen, to have those bathrooms, to have that carpeting, that flooring, to have those paintings. You get time to enjoy it for maybe a couple of years or whatever. So it's a win-win-win. Those are the reasons that, that there is to actually do the updating. In the next segment, we're going to get a little bit more detail. We're going to be talking about the three areas that you really want to focus on. There's only three. So in the meantime, a lot of people have already ordered and gotten the book. Why don't you do the same thing? It's absolutely free. There's no cost whatsoever. Go to ReadySetSold.org. That's ReadySetSold.org, not.com, and get the book. We'll see you in a few. Welcome back. This is Brian Bell with Ready, Set, Sold. Thanks so much for joining us this Saturday. How about those cardinals? Boy, just as we were digging their grave, all of a sudden they've risen. So that's a cool thing. If you're born here like I am and, and raised here, or even if you're a transplant, you just it becomes kind of you know built into your DNA that you're going to be a cardinal fan and you're rooting the cardinal, cardinals on. So that's been a great thing. So anyway, what we were talking about the last segment is kind of tying into about all the reasons why you should update and why it can get you top dollar and so many other things it can help you with. Let's start talking about the three areas that you really want to focus on. And the things that you want to focus on is the improvement on the inside of your home. Okay, the current living space now is what you want to focus on. And those areas are number one, kitchens and bathrooms. Number two, 
flooring. Number three, painting. Those are three things that you really want to focus on. And let's kind of dig a little deeper into all three of those. On average, by industry standards, carpeting and painting last for about, on average, three to seven years, depending on how much wear and tear. So if you're in that situation, that would be give you a good indication that carpeting, flooring could be something you want to change. Also, that your painting also can make those changes, too. The same thing, though, goes with kitchens and bathrooms. It depends on when you hit. Sometimes people hit it in a, in a, in a great area that they've had the updates, and you know, the average seller now lives in their home about seven years, five to seven years. So you might have hit in that range. You already had an updated kitchen when you bought. So that would be a great thing, and even bathrooms. But if you didn't, maybe you caught that, caught, caught it on the end, or you've been there longer. Then you want to start focusing on that. You want to start looking at the flooring in the kitchen. You want to start looking at the countertops. Uh, you want to start looking at the faucets. Those things change. The sinks. Most of the time, the good news is you're not going to have to replace the cabinets. You may have to resurface them, but you're probably not going to have to change them. Rarely does that happen. So again, some of these things right now, what's popular right now is backsplashes. And so again, putting a nice black splash on there but you want to always stay in neutral colors always neutral colors and all these three things that i just talked to you about that's what i can't stress enough on you want to make that beiges tans off whites you probably want to stay away from white white it gets a little bit more stark unless that's your motif uh, for example, we just sold a house uh, recently and their motif was white and they had white couches and chairs and everything was white and the walls were white and it was beautiful and, and they put it on the market and they had a great success. But if it's not, if it's not, you might want to stay away from white and then go with the tangers and beiges and the off-whites. Once you pick a color, don't be afraid to start using that color throughout the whole area being your whole house and that goes back to your carpeting so you can match the carpeting somewhere to the flooring you can do the same thing with the kitchen countertops we've seen people do that and it looks amazing it really does it just all flows because understanding that buyers not only do they want the updates in most cases they expect the updates uh, again we had a situation we heard a story about a buyer that you know they had a house that was updated but it's just a little bit too small they sure didn't want to have, and, and just so you know, they had bought it, when they bought it, they had done some, some of the updating, some of it was already done, but they sure didn't feel like doing more updating on the next house they bought. And again, they were paying, again, the situation was a $100,000 home, I believe it was in Belleville, they were moving to O'Fallon for a $200,000 home, and they sure wasn't going to look into trying and put another 10000 or 5000 or even 3000 into it. They usually just say next, they just go on to the next house. There's not a big discussion for most buyers, and that's important for you to know too. So as we were talking about before is, is bringing this all together with the colors, because buyers are trying to see themselves in your house and when you neutralize it it gives you as a seller such a huge advantage now they can if they want to make color changes that's fine but now they can see themselves in there the other problem that you have with colors especially carpeting carpeting can be a real issue especially colored carpeting if you have that in there you really want to neutralize that because uh, green carpeting is, is, is not something that most sellers uh, usually go for. It doesn't match with anything, and it just maybe is something that's 
may be a personal thing for you as a seller and work great for you, but now you're trying to get top dollar. So you want to make sure that you're keeping those colors all the same. Well, I mentioned before about seeing themselves in the house, but also they may even like the color that you picked out. Maybe it's all, all maybe you know we've had crazy colors in houses and that's okay. The trouble is is they don't feel like it's their house and they can't they just can't get it. And some people are visual and some people are not visual. And if you have people, buyers that walk in, just the other day we had some buyers talking about, they just couldn't see it. The colors were beautiful, but it just wasn't them. They're trying to find themselves in these situations, and that's what's so critical to understand. And that's what's important for you when you're doing the updates. On the bathroom side, again, simple things you can do. Just changing out shower curtain sometimes can make a big difference. You may or may not have to do as much. You know, talk with your agent, have a discussion with them. Again, three to seven years, if that's been the date, you're probably time to make a change. The reason why three years, especially on carpeting, is, is it depends on the foot traffic. Do you have small children? How often is that area used? It doesn't take too much, even with good carpeting, to get that worn down. So you want to make sure that all those things are in place. So it's one, two, three, kitchens and bathrooms. And again, those could be simple as changing out faucets. It could be simple as changing a shower curtain. Or you may need more. And understand, if you do need more, then would strongly encourage you to do it. Same thing in the kitchen. You know, go back into the countertops as we mentioned before is the sink as far as the faucet. Make sure the flooring is there. You want to just make sure that you're upgrade, updating to what the market is in your area. We'll talk more about this next week, but I mean, you don't want to put in a $150,000 house. You don't want to put in uh, quartz or you put in maybe necessarily even ceramic tile. You don't want to over-improve, and that's sometimes people get into that problem. They, they, they think if they, if they just spend another two or $3,000, then it, it'll work out and things will be fine. Well, you're probably not going to get that investment back. So that's not a direction that you want to take. So those are three things that we talked about. We've talked about them before, but I, I can't stress it enough how important it is to have all those three things working. Because in the next segment, we're going to be talking about, about sellers that unfortunately did not take that direction. That maybe they did one of them, maybe they did two of them, but they didn't do all three of them. And it didn't turn out so well. And also, some of them that didn't do any of them. So you don't want that to be you. And so that's why we're going to be talking more about that in the next segment. In the meantime, while we're getting ready for break, tons of people have already read the book. We've been very blessed with that. They've already ordered the book. Again, if you're just thinking about selling your home, maybe you're getting ready to pull the trigger. That's fine. Order the book. Go to readysetsold.org not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com, and get the book. Maybe a year or two years out. We just had a client that was literally a year and a half out. We got in the book. They got everything ready, everything ready to go. We put it on the market. We were fortunate enough, or they were fortunate enough, or vice versa, either way, that within seven days we were able to get a full price offer. And they were ecstatic. And they got to move on and move on with their lives. So great things can happen. With that, we're going to be talking in the next segment of maybe if you don't make the updates and maybe maybe hopefully after you hear that segment, you'll, you'll understand why it's so important to do them. You listen to Brian Bill at Ready, Set, Sold. We'll see you in a few.
Welcome back. This is Brian Boat, your host of Ready Said Sold, where we talk everything real estate and more specifically about the sellers and what it takes to get your house sold. I wrote a book called Ready Said Sold 12 Improvement Steps to Get Your House Sold for Top Dollar and a Fast Sale for St. Louis Metro East. And this is how the radio program got started. The radio program heard about it and they contacted me. I left you before about talking about the three things that you really, really need to focus on, and just those three things are, are, are really critical. Now let's talk about maybe people that chose not to take that direction. And some of these are in the book and some of these are not, but just recently we heard of the story of a situation that a seller had done the painting and had done the flooring and everything was fine, but just wasn't gonna tackle that kitchen. Now, the truth of the matter was, is there was some wallpaper from probably 1989. There was the actually different color, I would just say, be, be nice about it, countertops and the flooring. And in the, and in the bathrooms, it was a similar situation. All said and done, it was a nice high-end home and had about maybe $10,000. And that may seem like a lot, and I understand that. So they put it on the market. And they were on the market for nine months. They, when you took everything in, the period of time, uh, insurance, uh, taxes, principal and interest, utilities, and just the wear and tear on their psychic, they were on the market nine months. The total bill of when a buyer finally agreed to buy was about three to five times what that $10,000 worth. They lost between seventy and eighty thousand dollars on the deal, and they just were done. They had the two, but they didn't have the three. On a similar situation, kitchens and bathrooms were fantastic, but the flooring—the flooring was not. The flooring was not good at all, and yes, the painting wasn't very good either. But it was—it was definitely better than the flooring. And their argument was, is that, you know what, we, 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 we did the kitchens, we did the bathrooms, the kitchens and bathrooms, they sell, that's the name of the game. And they're right, they do sell. But unfortunately, there is this, uh, the other elements, and that is the flooring. And the flooring needed some serious help. And there again, the same scenario played out. Not quite as severe, it wasn't the highest priced home. But at the end of the day, for not doing the carpeting and making some adjustments in the painting, again, a three to five ratio. You hear this thing about two times what, what something's gonna cost to replace. We don't see that. We see it three to five times is what a buyer's gonna take off if, if they put an offer on it. And this situation was on the market for four months. Cost of, the re, uh, of, of doing the updates was about $3,000. When it was all said and done, when you take all the expenses, also you know the, the pain of having to wait and going through all the negotiations, which were kind of severe, they wound up basically losing $15,000. It was a five to, five to uh, one ratio. So these are things that you have to be aware of that you really don't want to, want to get yourself into. You want to be putting your, your house out there. You want to go for the many, not just the few. Another situation we, we know of is that they did no updating. They absolutely did no updating, and they never sold. I mean, it didn't, there was no story about how much they didn't make or didn't make. They did, not, they did not sell their home. How long was their house in the market? For over a year and a half. 
they had done, I believe, the agent was telling me they had done seven price drops, and they still couldn't get the house sold. Don't let that happen to you. Again, updates are so critical. And again, we've talked about this before. I think sellers understand that. I just want to kind of reinforce that situation. On the same token, on the same token, uh, you're going to hear a story about in the next segment, but but one, one story on the success side, in a situation where, again, the, the, the seller had their house in the market for six months. In this situation, the agent just kept on saying, drop your price, drop your price, drop your price, drop your price, and they did, and they still couldn't get any activity. They took the house off the market. They got a new agent in there. The new agent said, first things first, look, all you got to do is put some carpeting in here and paint, and you're going to sell this house. Cost was about $3,000. Boom, put it on the market. In less than two weeks, they had close to a full price offer on this house. Okay? They really do work. The sellers, the agent told me, were amazed by it. They couldn't believe it. They were just, they couldn't, they couldn't believe that what, what, what had transpired. Want you to have that same type of success. And so that's why updating becomes so critical. With that, we're in the next segment, we're going to be talking about the tip of the week. And that's going to have to do with pre-inspections. It's a $5,000 tip of the week. You don't want to miss that. So you're listening to Ready, Set, Sold. Please, please check out the book. Go to readysetsold.org, net.com, readysetsold.org, net.com. Get the book. It's absolutely free. With that said, I will see you in the next segment. Welcome back. This is Brian Bill with Ready, Set, Sold. And we've been talking today about the updating and the importance of updating. And as I mentioned earlier, we have a special guest today, and that's Jason Stauffer of Gershman Mortgage. What I wanted to, to kind of talk to you about, though, and, and we were talking kind of off air um, a day or two ago about the fact of just in your own personal situation, being a lender uh, with Gershman, that you've experienced a situation of sellers maybe not having the updates that they needed and not having the sales that they wanted. And maybe you could relay that story that you, that you told me neighbor across the street uh, she had her house listed in i think june of 2016 um beautiful beautiful home from the outside three acres countryside fantastic place for some reason um you know buyers showed up i would see cars looking at homes and after a week or two you know nothing um so I went and talked to her, told her what I did for a living. You know, I've been in the mortgage industry since 1998. And I said, you know, what's, uh, wh- why isn't your house sold? Well, I, you know, I, I, my husband passed away five years ago, and I really, I just, I haven't done anything to this place. And uh, she said, you know, my agents have told me to do things, but I, I just don't want to. I, just, you know, I have the home priced at where I want to, and people can come in and do their own thing with it, you know. So six months go by, no bites on the house. She takes it off the market. She's going to stay there. Well, then she gets, uh, uh, you know, an idea. Hey, maybe I should replace this carpet and put a fresh coat of paint uh, in all the rooms and see what happens. And I don't know what the cost would be on that. Pretty minimal. And so she did all that, relisted it uh, three months later. And within 90 days, uh, had her house under contract and closed. So... 
Yeah, and, and that's know? and I love that story because you know some of the things you talked about is that you know many times agents and especially top agents will always be talking about the need for updating and how critical they are. And and I think that that's where people in the last segment we were talking more about you know the unfortunately some of the horror stories, but in a sense that's one of those situations there too is is that yes you did get it sold, but. You know, what it takes to get your house sold is is making sure that you've done the updates. And updates are so critical when it comes to the sale of your home and to get top dollar and a fast sale. And then just simply by making some of those improvements that were suggested by the agents already, uh, she had some great success. And then you got new neighbors. Correct. (laughs) And you get your loan with them, I hope. Oh, absolutely, yes. Bringing them over cookies next week. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. You know, something else, too, that we, we were talking about, and that is simply the appraisal process, too. Uh, there is that situation, and, and you mentioned to me about the idea that, you know, houses that seem to have those updates, that have those things, that, you know, it's no guarantee, but many times the appraisal process goes smoother. Most definitely. Um, years ago, the appraisal process, uh, our appraisers would look in more detail as far as condition of the home, cleanliness of the home, things like that. Stained carpets used to not be able to pass an FHA inspection, for one example. Um, FHA's gotten a little looser on guidelines with um, city and, and county occupancy, things like that. Uh, however, we all know that if an appraiser goes into a home that's been updated and, and has that fresh look that, you know, they uh, are less likely, again, as you said, not a guarantee, but less likely to have value issues. And um, Right. I mean, I mean like I said, I mean, there is a, co- there's different ways in appraisal, and I'm, and I'm not an appraiser, so I don't want to say that, right. but there are different methods they can use to, to evaluate. Most of them is just what's going on in, in the local market and local area next to them. But Correct. again, there is that situation of it looks nice, it has the updates. They're more to give the benefit of the doubt to those houses that, you know, don't have those repairs, don't have those things done. So, so that's, a, that's a great point that you made. You know, something else, too, that you said that really struck me, too. Uh, I think it's important, and maybe you can get some more insight, but, you know, FHA, uh, even VA, all these loans that sellers used to be more fearful of, they've really become great opportunities as far as loans go. They don't really have those restrictions, do they, as as much as they used to? Uh, You're exactly right. Um, When I got in this business and people heard the word, Mainly VA. VA was the fear for some reason. Um, they, sellers were afraid they would not pass a VA inspection, a VA appraisal, and they would shy away from them, even if it was more money, um, a higher sales price. However, the, this time, I mean, I would gladly welcome any type of financing, VA, FHA, conventional. Across the board are solid offers, as long as they've been the borrower has been pre-approved, uh, which, you know, the difference pre-approval is I've already looked at your income and asset documentation along with your credit inquiry. Uh, pre-qualification, you tell me you make X amount of dollars, I believe you, I pull your credit, I say you're good to go. So big difference uh, from a selling perspective and a buyer's, um, you want to get pre-approved. You want to make sure your ducks are in a row, the lender's comfortable with the income provided and 
from that pre-approval stage to the end game, which is to get you into your home, we can have that done for you in 30 days or less. Right. And, you know, and that's important, too, because not all lenders can do the 30 days. But I think also, and we've talked before, uh, the pre- pre-approval process, um, I tell you, the way you guys have it set up, you can do a pre-approval faster than some lenders can do a pre-qualification, meaning <laughs> you can tell people that they've got the money. I mean, that, that it's a done deal. And look, whether you're the buyer you know, are, are the seller in particular, it's always a nice thing to make sure you have that money. It doesn't mean that a pre-qualification letter won't work, but it sure is nicer in the seller's point of view. And and I think also for your guys' point of view that you know you service the client the best they could, and there's not gonna be some major concerns or issues usually with financing, because that, all you're really waiting for is the appraisal. Absolutely, absolutely. If you uh, are given a pre-approval, from Gershman Mortgage, we've already verified income, we've already gotten the assets, statements, bank accounts, and appraisal title, and um, you know, an employment verification, and you're in your new home. Awesome, so, awesome. As long as you don't quit your job in the process. <laughs> That's always a bummer, right? Yeah, I hear you. Well, hey, we're running out of time for this segment. Jason Stauffer from Gershman Mortgage, thank you so much for spending some time with us and enlightening us about not only on the updates, but also on the mortgage. It was my pleasure, sir. Okay. Hey, you're listening to Brian Boat, Ready, Set, Soul. We will see you with the $5,000 tip of the week next segment. Welcome back. This is Brian Boat with Ready, Set, Sold. Thanks so much for joining us again. Hey, we've gone through the updating, why it's so important to have those updates. And I want to kind of tie in a little bit with that. And that is the $5,000 tip of the week that will either help you get $5,000 more or hopefully save you $5,000 more on the sale of your home. And this has to do with pre-inspections. Many sellers may not be aware of it. Not that agents, not all agents do it. I'll be honest with you there. I think more should. But hopefully your agent has given you the opportunity to have a pre-inspection. And what that really means is, is that the buyer is going to have that inspection. But to get ahead of the game, to have that inspection before the buyer has their, inspe- uh, their inspection. And the reason for that is very simple. And I'll give you a kind of a case in point that just happened recently. Seller puts their house on the market. It's a fantastic house, beautiful house. They have it on the market three weeks. They get a great price. They're happy as they could be. They're they're moving. They're moving to Arkansas. It just so happened. And as soon as they got the offer, they went down to Arkansas and they put an offer on another home. And they said, okay, once this sells, we're going to buy this one. And then they had the home inspection done. And they had the home inspection. That's usually about seven to ten days later usually after you have the acceptance part. And that, again, is can be very detailed. In this situation, what happened was they found water in the crawl space. Now, there's four elements, and only four elements that will knock you out that the seller has no recourse to, and that is in a contract, and that is the water found. Also, if there is environmental defect, and meaning some, something on that way, termite or structural. Well, this was water. Now, it doesn't mean that every buyer will do this, but in this situation, guess what? The buyer walked away. 
that put a stop to everything. So now the sellers had to go ahead and get the thing fixed anyway. They were going to have to disclose it, so they went ahead and get it fixed. And they were going to do that anyway for the other buyer, but the buyer walked away. Long story short, over the period of time, because now it goes back on the market, buyers are kind of in you know, perception of reality, what's going on. They took a hit of over $5,000 on the next pricing, the next offer, and they also lost the house in Arkansas because they wouldn't wait because of the timeline. Get a pre-inspection, costs $500. You get everything done, you get the termite, you get the structural, you get everything done before you put your house in the market. It is so, so easy to do. Again, if your agent isn't telling you about it, please, please then start asking around, you know, get your own home inspection if you have to. I've seen this happen with some minor structural thing, but if it's structural, they can walk. And I've seen it with termites. Same scenarios play out where the buyer literally just walked away. And when you have that situation, again, you're on the market longer period of time, very good chance you're not gonna get the same offer as you did the first time. So with that said, I wanna make sure that uh, you, you get the, the get the pre-inspection, save you a lot of pain, struggle, and time, and money, and it's less than $500 in most situations. Doesn't mean it'll happen every time, but let's, you know, let's think ahead. Let's always be ahead of the game. Thanks so much for joining us. We're going to be talking about what not to update in next week's segment. Make it a great day and make it a great week.